Good morning, motivators. What's happening? 7.30 on friggin' the 11th of December 2018. Man, time is just flying, is it not? We've got a beautiful friggin' day here. Six. It's a crisp 17 degrees, and the sun, a golden sun, is just about to rise above the uh, horizon. And there's a smokestack superimposed on it from this small industrial building, a light industrial location right here, a couple miles from my home, and it looks like I remember a, um, an alum, or a red star parachute, or a white star parachute, or whatever, uh, from back in the Marine Corps day, talking about, <clears throat> they would shoot these out of either a, an M203 grenade launcher, or a mortar, like a 60 millimeter mortar, shot up in a loom, this little parachute would deploy and there would be this glowing ball of light in the sky that would illuminate your objective and essentially make it like daylight. So you could light up that target or whatever. Let's light up some targets today, you know, in the most positive sense. Kick ass and take friggin' names. Listen, I'm riled up, I'm feeling good last several days here, really good physically and mentally, and um, trying to ride that friggin' wave, man, power of positivity, power of of, uh, forcing our will on this world, which is often a very random and crazy place, right, trying to help people along the way, maybe sometime, sometime they'll help me, right, we all could use a little helping hand, listen, this morning, we had a freaking fierce <clears throat> training session. I'm talking about DDI Stinking P, the badass bombles, never fall, never stumble, ready to rumble, badass bombles. Like the bumble from um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer fame that had a sore tooth and the freaking Yukon Cornelius or and the other guy... Uh, Santa's elf that wanted to be a dentist, they helped him, and he was happy, and after all, a nice fellow, and he put the star on their Christmas tree. Badass bubbles. Abominable snowman. It's cold outside. You fucking get it? Good. So we had a fierce training session this morning. I had like four, three, four hours of sleep, because, you know, I had to wake up at 4 a.m., so I was up dicking around, just kind of felt pretty good, as stated. So I was up surfing the internet, reading stories, uh, gathering knowledge, hit the rack, woke up around three, the dogs take out a little friggin' piss and shit, gave them their morning breakfast, and now I'm off to the races. But at that DDIP this morning, holy shit, started out with an awesome warm-up, just kicking some physio balls around in a circle, dozen, maybe 15 of us. Here we are training, we're kicking these balls, chasing after them, warming up a little bit, getting our joints going, our blood heart rate up, blood pumping. Did some calisthenics in place on a basketball court, bunch of shoulder stuff, get the deltoids and the arms, bicipitals, bilaterals, bisexuals, got all that shit trained up, pumped up, looking good, feeling good. Did 100 uh, four-count shoulder exercises, it was awesome. Next, 
we went over and knocked out some hitting skills. Partnered up, circled up, and we knocked out hitting skills with calisthenic combinations. So what that means is <clears throat> we would do like a four count side straddle hop. You'd be holding the target, so I'd do the side straddle hop. One, two, three, one, and I'd step in and hit the targets four times on these MMA hand targets, right? One, two, three, one, pop, 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 pop. Do 10 of those and then switch, get a good cardio, good timing, good physical and mental training in there. Um, hitting skills also works the fighting spirit, you know, warrior spirit. Got to floss that, like you floss your teeth. Keep it going. Uh, the next rotation, let's say we did a squat, and we come out of the squat, the jump squat. <clears throat> squat, leap, step in, and we did four uppercuts. Then we knocked out a combination of a steam engine, one, two, three, one, and a standing side crunch, and then came in and did a hook with a knee. So a bunch of kind of rather complex combinations of strikes and calisthenics really got us motivated and warmed up and felt good. Next, we did a four-station rotation um, involving kettlebells. We did a rock and row, do a little deadlift, two hands on the kettlebell, row it up like an upright row when you stand. Knock those out, did a uh, step-up station on a big uh, bolster, maybe 30 inches off the ground. And then we did push-ups on these push-up bars that the gymnast used. And finally, we did a med ball pass. We kicked ass with that, circled up with 15 minutes to end the day, and knocked out some really good abs of all types and varieties in a Tabata format. So we had some music playing, and everybody left there with high tone. In other words, muscle tone was up, their mental emotional tone. Turn, dick face, you're welcome. Big Mennonite fan. Going to pick up the crew. Um, so yeah, it's a freaking mental, emotional training there. Everybody freaking walked there and out of, out of there with high tone, high five and hugging. Even though I smelled horribly, I hugged a bunch of people, kissed them on the cheek. I'm like family, these people. Really tremendous, man. Listen, if you're not into group exercise, you need to get into it because this is this is the shit. This is the community. It's something for you. It's something that makes you feel good about yourself and about others around you. So it's a really, really awesome thing. You're always welcome to join us. And try it, you might like it. If not, go fuck yourself. <clears throat> Listen, I got a little bit of a rant this morning. I've done this before on this particular topic, but it annoys the shit out of me. Here I am going, driving at a high rate of speed down to the campus. I was supposed to have finished up my teaching last Thursday. That was our final exam. Now that is a one week, those of you who are familiar with the college schedules and stuff, your kids, your whatever. The finals week is this week. So <clears throat> Dr. O likes to be a little unorthodox and save us all a little bit of trouble. What I did was I knocked out our final, our review and final exam last week in both lecture and lab. So we could got it naked, naked. We could knock it out early and live to fight another day. Not be so overwhelmed during finals week for their testing and my grading, right? 
We always got a few stragglers, man. There's always a, a few 10 percenters. You always got to fucking chase after. And uh, these are kids. I'll give them a little bit of a break. But, you know, they're, listen, you're our tuition payers, man. $31,000 a year is a full-time course load at Grinded Mercy University. Why don't you get your ass to class? And, you know, I get 60 students sitting in front of me. If you happen to be, uh, you know, you have that group, that size of a group, there's always going to be a, a handful of individuals that have something going on. Maybe they had, they were sick. Maybe their car broke down. Maybe they've got relationship struggles. Maybe they lost somebody in their family. I know that there's at least two, maybe three people who had a sick grandfather or whatever and happens every semester. It's, you know, it's unfortunate, but it, it, it happens. So, um, pardon me when I smell that fart. Man, I got some pretty bad gas. I had this, like, bow tie pasta and uh, sausage last night. You know, I mean, I enjoy it. <clears throat> so, there it is. Oof. So, listen. In a group of 60, you're going to have a handful of individuals who got legitimate shit going on. I'm talking real problems not imagined. And to them, I would go to the ends of the earth to accommodate them, help them, you know, with the, with the knowledge, accommodate them in terms of being there for them to read or take an exam. But listen, there are always a quantity of individuals in every crowd who are just fuck-ups. If they got a full course load, four, five, six classes, and they have to take up and uh, make up an exam or two in my class, the odds are that they have to make up other exams. And whether their problem is real, illness, passing, you know, senior citizen, grandfather, grandmother, whatever, God forbid, or their problems are manufactured. They're just fucking lazy as shit. Regardless, they're going to, if they get behind, it's not going to bode well for them. Statistically, they're not going to score well and they're not going to pass the course and they're not going to get in the nursing program. They're not going to get the job they want and they're not going to be happy, be successful, meet their goals. So get your shit together and fucking be there. You know, when? On time. At the prescribed time. I got some fuckers who are going to... They got these exams. They're going to show up late to every class. And every exam. And, oh, I can't make it today. Dr. O. They, they're going to email me the morning of the exam. Hey, I'm not going to make it. Some of them will be honest and say, listen, I... Uh, I'm not prepared, so I'm just, I don't feel prepared, so I don't think I should take the exam. It's okay. Take it at the end of class. Take it in during review week. So, listen, I'm talking about my students that are beloved, and they're young, and they're trying to find their way in this world and score well and all that stuff. But here's my problem. As a student of life, 
as a man of 43 years of age, a father, a husband, and an individual who wears many hats in addition. There are people who are at midlife, 40, 50, 60 years of age, that you still have to chase after. Right? They still can't keep their appointments. They're showing up late. They're fucking up my schedule. And they're fucking up their life. So this is something that you need to nip in the bud early. You never want to be this person. And it's interesting because, you know, I've been listening to a lot of kind of Eastern philosophy lately. I'm a sucker for, you know, positive thinking stuff and personal development information, videos, books. And there's this this guy who, uh, Alan Watts, he's talking about Buddhist philosophy and the the whole idea is to let go and we never want to let go. We're going to hold on to everything. We're going to fight back against the world. We're going to tame the beast, which is this world, and try to control everything. And in doing doing so, we are putting ourselves in a tough spot. Why? Because you just simply can't control everything. So you drive yourself crazy. But this is one strategy that we have that we use to try to just, just regulate things. We all know that Listen, when you get home today, it pays dividends for you to get all your toiletries out and make sure you got any of your stuff prepared for the following day. Me, I got laundry for the office. It's got to be done and stacked and put in the truck because I don't need to be taking five, ten minutes to get everything loaded up and ready to go or take a chance of forgetting something. Put an outfit out for the following day. Make sure you got all your gear, your phones, chargers, numerous things, countless tasks, that checklists that we're going through in our mind every day, things that we need to get done. And some people's checklists are longer than others, and some some checklists are are actually a functional document that can be referenced, and other people just are horrible at organization and can't get anything done. But they need to they need to do something about that. Because <clears throat> going back to the whole Alan Watts thing, gotta let go and try not to control things. Yeah, okay. You can't control everything. I have to understand that there's some things that I cannot change and I just have to kind of go with the flow. <clears throat> Alan Watts is talking about sometimes he'll have something that he feels that he needs to do. Let's say it's responding to an email that he's very tempted to respond to because um, it's an important subject, right? Well, then he'll say, you know what? I'm just not going to say, I'm not going to respond at all. Rather than respond in an anxious, uh, <clears throat> proactive way, I'm going to just kind of let it go and see if things sort out on their own. And I think that is an absolutely beautiful concept, the notion for us to all let go to a degree. Now, he talks about trying to be, uh, you know, that we can't be, he admits, we can't be a leaf on the wind. And remember a few weeks ago, I was having a rough day and I was 
wind blew was I was walking into onto campus and this uh, oak leaf came fluttering by me and I caught it in midair and it sits right underneath my right forearm right now in the console of my truck. This notion of being a leaf on the wind. How beautiful. How wonderful. If we could. But we need to find a happy medium between being a leaf on the wind and having our shit together organized in some sort of way. Because I'll tell you right now, people struggle with this and it haunts them. And others know this about you. Oh yeah, he's always late. Ah, don't expect him to be on time. My boot campers, they'll tell me, I'll see them yesterday. I saw a boot camper yesterday. What are we doing tomorrow? Looking forward to it. Guess who didn't show up today? And it hurts me. It, I, I take offense to it personally because I'm kind of the accountability for these folks. I'm somebody who signifies being there, working hard, and that metaphor of you know life is hard, boot camp is hard, Dr. Drill is hard. So I need to be hard. Like maybe if I hang out with this guy, he's going to help me along. And I love that, man. I love to be there for them. Sure, sometimes I don't have my own shit together. But I really love being this icon of accountability. And it's helped a lot of people. I know a lot of people look to me and look to to you and other other folks for guidance. Our kids are certainly watching. Our co-workers, our family, they, they, they appreciate those boundaries, right? They're important for us to have some kind of compass, some kind of direction, like, all right, well, let's say, just talking about me, Dr. O is successful. Dr. O is a doctor, he runs a business, he's a professor too, he's a boot camp guy, he seems to have his shit together, and I, I give myself some credit. I, I've worked hard, you know, and, and I've, I've, uh, to, to develop this, these achievements and, and a reputation of, of, of success, and I'm proud of that. There's days, certainly days that I struggle, and shit, I'm cutting a little bit close today. And I'm complaining about these guys, and I'm running out of the house with all my shit, just like you, just like everybody. A little bit late. If there's traffic or some sort of the sun is too bright, then people are going to slow down, and I'm going to walk in there <clears throat> like it's five minutes to spare, which I don't like. So I think that on time is late, even though you're technically early. On time is late because you show up. You need to give an opportunity. Let's say you have a test. You need to have an opportunity to show up, put your shit down, Select your seat, get comfortable, pull out your writing implements, put away your stuff, silence your phone, get in test mode, and get all the right answers. Be able to function. See, look, here comes the, uh, here comes the, um, 
the train is going to fucking pass now. We got a sun, a beautiful sunrise, and we've got a train that's coming down the track. It's going to take its sweet ass time. So that's going to put me behind the eight ball. So see how cool would it be? And I feel pretty good. Listen, I know I keep saying, listen, here we go. Fucking train. I'd love to be a leaf on the wind because this, this train is on its track. It's on schedule. It's doing its thing. It's programmed electronically to make these stops. There's nothing I can do about it. And in front of them, there's some big friggin' stupid natural gas truck that's going to stop at every every railroad crossing, or else it'll friggin' risk getting blown into smithereens with everybody around it. Get your ass moving. Get your fucking ass moving. There we go. That wasn't so bad. A leaf on the wind. Check it out. I'm going to make it. So, this is where we're at, my friends. I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. I've just seen this so many times. With people who actually want to change it. They know that they fuck up. They know that they have challenges with being on time and being responsible. And now I see these young people and I'm just saying, man... I just would really love for them to win, to set some sort of pattern of success and achievement and not having to be here a week after they should have their grades already recorded. Most likely because they dropped the ball. I, I want them to have to learn that lesson. So what do I do? I mean, obviously, I've got this in my mind. How do I go in there and lecture them and say, hey, I'll probably say something. And it's important that I do. i got to hear it from someone. I don't... Somebody in their... I can only assume that someone in their life up to this point has failed them, has failed to tell them, listen, this is a problem that you have. I don't want to stress you. I want to help you. But this is a clear problem that you have. You've got a pattern of doing this. And now here we are at the end of the semester and you're cramming, running, trying to catch up. And it puts you in a tough spot. In, In closing, we've got that balance, don't we? We have to strike that balance. How am I going to relax and try to strive to be like the leaf, a leaf on the wind and not take life so damn seriously and simultaneously get to my destination? complete the objective, pass the test, get to work so that I have a degree of pride and dignity and I'm ready to do the job that I need to do. 
You feel good when you're on time. You feel good when you're ahead of the game. You ever do that? You ever, we've all had these victories where it's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to prepare. I'm going to take this weekend. This is what we devote a lot of our time on the weekends to doing. At least one full day is devoted to doing nothing but cleaning and preparing laundry, you know, paperwork, preparedness, uh, making sure that the kids' homework is done. And there's Sam. Mandy's got after chasing the students all day. <clears throat> She's got a. You know, Sam's going to wait until Sunday night at eight o'clock in order to do his homework, and that is not the idea. And he knows it on some level. He feels it, but he puts it off. And sooner rather than later, he needs to fucking be told that this is not okay. Look at what it does now when he's doing approaches his mother at eight o'clock at night or me. And we, we're trying to transition into bedtime mode. Then we're pissed and shit rolls downhill. You know, nobody's happy. Let's knock this stuff out early, right? <clears throat> That's what I'm trying to do today. Looks like I'm going to make it to class on time. Hopefully all my students show up. And then my goal, which is a very elusive, is my day off. I've got a doctor's appointment. Got some other miscellaneous things I need to do. I want to go home and I want to relax a little bit and prepare physically and mentally for Wednesday, which is one of my busiest days. Rant over. Have a great day. Try to knock out a friggin' follow up podcast later. <laughs>